0: <laughs> come together in agreement. I'm in the perfect mood to record a Mortal Kombat episode. <laughs> Get over here and welcome to Gartbridge Film. She's already so disappointed in me. This is the show that seeks to prove that Artie and Trashy movies have a lot in common. You don't need to enjoy just one or the other. And for some reason, Trashy is underlined this week. We will take this week's movie and pair it with something Artier or Trashier and hope that you discover an unexpected new favorite, or at the very least, are entertained... I am Nick, one of your hosts, and already referenced is my other host. She's the Scorpion to my sub zero, the Earth Realm to my otherworld, the flawless victory to my fatality. Erin is here. Hi Aaron. Hi. How you doing?
1: Um uh, a line from Mortal Kombat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have definitely the home field advantage here, having yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's been part of my life since i remember like if i think of the word of blood i think of mortal kombat
1: <laughs> your life is very confusing yeah
0: it's uh, a lot of ups and downs
1: i'm imagining you going into medicine and just being <laughs> very aggressive lots of lots of uh, fatalities when does the
0: doctor rip off his mask and breathe fire on the patient
1: <laughs> i was under the impression that pulling out the spine was going <laughs> to fix this so i don't know what you want from me
0: certainly it wouldn't be a problem anymore uh, it's a very... No. <laughs> it's
1: like, no, big problem. Large problem. Yes, it's true. They wouldn't care. I'm well, Nick. How are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm punchy today, which You're, is very oh. fitting. Because we're talking about Mortal Kombat from 1995. You have embarked on a sacred mission. You have been chosen to defend the realm of Earth in a tournament called Mortal Kombat. The stands. To enter the realm of Earth, the Empress demon, sorcerer, Shang Tsung and his warriors have to win ten straight victories in Mortal Kombat. (laughs) They have won nine. This will be the tenth tournament. The original Mortal Kombat movie, not the recent one, which I legitimately will probably enjoy on a Friday night when I have no brain cells left.
1: Yeah, 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 probably. There's, It's not the recent one or the other recent one, right? Aren't there like 18 of these fucking things? There
0: are, I think by my count,
1: six. Oh, well, okay, look, it just feels like a oh, lot. Oh, no, wait, there's
0: three movies and two animated series. No, one live action series, one animated series. Oh my god, yeah. okay. Sorry, I had to consult All my notes right. there. So forget everything I just said and remember only the year 1995. There was EDM everywhere.
1: We all dressed terribly. I don't think the youths of today are being careful. It's starting good. The fashion that we are diving back into, it's going to a dark place. I'm just going to warn everyone under the age of 20 right now. What you think is good to dress is going to take you down a dark path. The it's only end choice poorly. is
0: high waist. There is no other choice yeah. but high waist. Stop
1: it. We all agreed. Stop <laughs> it. Anyway, 1995. Great time to be... On camera. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alive.
1: <laughs> to be making right? a movie.
0: Yep. And who was making this movie? It was director Paul W.S. Anderson. And in case you aren't aware, this is a video game adaptation. <laughs> This is one of those moments where Just like, do people
1: case. need to know this? <laughs> Honestly, like, think about how long ago that was now. If yeah, you, it, it's There's a chance people do not know at all. Yep. yep. That's fair.
0: Uh, I only know up until uh, Sonic the Hedgehog came out, but up until Sonic, for sure, this was the fourth highest grossing video game adaptation of all time. Oh, what yeah.
1: were the others? Uh,
0: Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Sure, okay. Which that makes sense to me. Prince of Persia Sands of Time.
1: Really? Yeah. People like that.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I I will watch it at some point. I've been saying for the past thirteen it's, years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but when? And okay. Pokemon the
0: first movie. Oh, you two yes. strikes back.
1: Does not surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of us is bored. The podcast are doing a Pokemon month. Yep, it's oh, just if you grew up at the same time as we did, it's a just pure <laughs> wash of nostalgia. It's great, but yeah, enormous franchise, Pokemon, yeah. absolute behemoth.
0: And one of us is bored. Did a video game adaptation month like a while ago, quite a while ago, and it was a real for me a real eye opening. Like, oh yeah, I guess Mortal Kombat was pretty good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Like> a... <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> I think they did the other version. The other older oh, version. Yes.
0: That would be Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which is the Something
1: sequel. Something like that? Yes. Anyway, go listen to one of us's board. part.
0: Well, this Mortal Kombat, I'm just going to read you a little synopsis here. It's based on the popular video game of the same name, oh. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it tells the story of an ancient tournament where the best of the best of different realms fight against each other, though only two are named. The
1: <laughs> Don't worry, the others are just out of frame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they look just like Competing also, yeah. <laughs> the goal is to win ten times in a row so that Otherworld can legally invade the losing realm. Outworld has so far collected nine wins against Earthrealm, so it's up to Lord Raiden and his fighters to stop Outworld from reaching the final
1: victory. About fucking time, guys. Where were you the last nine times? <laughs> they really
0: phoned it in the other yeah. nine times. Yeah, they
1: won't get to nine. Oh, shit! <laughs> So, this is a. Okay. No, please. no, you say, you say. Oh, they're. Okay. All right. Why? Who decided the Oh, that? you gotta
0: have arbitrary
1: rules. <laughs> I guess you do. This
0: is a real, like. It's not the same thing as Deal with the Devil, but it feels like the. Their, uh, the uh, Outworld was. Is it Outworld? Yeah. Mm. Uh, is. Writing it down in the contract to be like, it only takes ten wins, and we'll do a fight every fifty years,
1: and yeah. yeah. <laughs> and
0: they're meanwhile they're like, yeah, they don't know that we live forever, and they'll all.
1: Right. Like, this, maybe this is why they're like, I don't even remember who won last time. <laughs> it's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. Way to really fumble the bag, guys. Yep.
0: But Raiden is there, and he's there to kind of chalk up the the wins and losses tallies.
1: Right. Raiden is magic.
0: Uh, that's Question correct. Mark? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> He's the Lord of Thunder, don't you know?
1: I know that. Lightning is not mentioned, hilariously. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, but uh, Raiden is. Uh, this is one of those things that uh, like, I was a purist as a kid, you know, going into this movie and being like, okay, I'm ready for Mortal Kombat, the movie where Raiden is definitely an Asian man. Yeah, like, <laughs> definitely
1: oh, Chinese. What? A French happening? Canadian, you say? <laughs> Those are not the Satan.
0: Zootalord. Dang. Yeah, so this was a real mainstay for me as a kid. So not only was I heavily into the Mortal Kombat video games, I had older brothers after all. Yes. I uh, was also into this movie very much in a very embarrassing way, I would say. Nice,
1: nice. There's no non-embarrassing way to be into movies as a kid, I feel like. That's fine. That's just what the, the, that's the card you get dealt that's gonna be the thing you hyperfixate on for a while yeah it's fine
0: and like i hadn't seen a martial arts movie before so uh, it was kind of like oh this is the one movie that does this
1: this movie's incredible i was
0: what like nine when i saw it probably
1: <laughs> i think that's its peak like if you ate pizza for dinner with a, a coke in a novelty cup of some kind i'm just this picturing ninja you. turtle yeah <laughs> or you're a ninja turtle <laughs> It's an important demographic. Yeah, so so what was it like to watch this movie for the first time, having played Mortal Kombat and been super into it? Well, it was
0: like, it's tough, because I, I want to hear your side of this, where you go into, like, let's let's talk about this seriously. Mortal Kombat, the original video game. <laughs> let's get serious, folks. There is no story. Story does not exist. Okay, right. The sure. characters have, like, implied backstories, if I remember right. Like, you could, oh, like, okay. look up stuff in the instruction manual to be like, oh, Johnny Cage is a movie star that...
1: sure. That, as, a, as a way to be like, this is why this one punches fire, or, or whatever, right? Something Nothing like more that. Yeah. elaborate. Okay. Exactly.
0: And like, Shang Tsung and Goro are the bad guys, because they it's always, you know, at the end have to fight Goro, then you have to fight Shang Tsung, and if you beat them, you win Mortal Kombat, yay! yay. <laughs> um, and the thing that I forget is, in the original Mortal Kombat... And I will say, Mortal Kombat, the movie, is based on Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. Oh. Um, But uh, original Mortal Kombat, every character, every move is exactly the same. The only difference is they have their special moves. So, like, all the punches, all the kicks, all the speed. So,
1: everyone punches the same, everyone kicks the same, and then there's a bonus
0: thing? Everyone's got, like, three special moves or four special moves something like that. So, like, Sub-Zero with his freezing, Scorpion with his get over here. Um, (laughs) He's the one with
1: the flying axe, right? Uh, It's, like, the little creature guy that
0: shot out of his hand. Right. uh... Yeah,
1: flying axe, but from magic world. Uh,
0: So, the... It wasn't high-tech enough to, like... I remember the big reveal of, like, oh, Scorpion has this thing shooting out of his hand. My brain was like, that's a spear that's in his hand. That's
1: what I assumed, yeah. And the movie
0: is like, no, it's a little monster.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the little alien extra head inside the mouth. Yeah. Except he can go on a walk by by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Upsetting.
0: Yeah. Uh, he goes go so fast. Yeah, so it was... Like that, and, like, Raiden is very clearly a Chinese man in Mortal Kombat, so, like, I was a insufferable little shit. So I went into this movie as, like, but that's not what it was, like, the fuking.
1: Okay, so this wasn't, like, a, wow, look, what, look where they took the universe. It was, like, no, everyone didn't punch the exact same. Yeah,
0: but also I loved it, so it's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were able to conceive of them as, like, this is a movie, yeah. this is a video game. Yeah. They are not of the same properties.
0: I could separate those onto different tracks, which... They actually did become their own separate canon universes, just so, just so you know. I just
1: want you to know. Yeah. I was right. <laughs> this is for
0: you, not for me to say.
1: Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> so I have all this backstory going in. I know everything about everything. There are tons of references in this movie to the video game, be sure. it spoken lines or how people attack. And right. like Johnny Cage doing the splits and punching Goro in the bag is... That's a Johnny Cage move. Okay. it's one of his special moves. So like watching this as somebody with no context whatsoever who didn't know a Goro from a Johnny Cage.
1: I still barely understand what's happening right now. (laughs)
0: How did this feel like? It was a real thing that you watched, or like, how did this feel watching to you? <laughs> um.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. So I I had never played Mortal Kombat, never seen Mortal Kombat, any of the movies. Like
0: you recognized so, what Scorpion of Sub Zero kind of looked like, and that was it. Or was that even like, oh, I don't know who these guys are? Sort
1: of, to be honest with you, it was the like 2021 uh, movie. Where I had seen that poster, where it's I think half Scorpion's face, half Sub Zero's face, if I'm yeah interpreting right. correctly, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, one's a nice guy and one's a fire guy. Okay, cool. All right, that that was that was kind of it for me. Yeah. So well, going into it was very. This is the other problem is that I I was watching it and I'm like, oh, this is. This is Enter the Dragon. Yeah, that's... And that's what Mortal Kombat is, I think. I I almost feel like the game has nothing to do with the Bruce Lee movie, but then they... some Like, it it does sort of. But then they kind of looped it back around again to make the movie.
0: Like, the game was kind of like, oh, Enter the Dragon's really cool. What if that was magic? And then...
1: Right, like, what if you could just play in the tournament, like... Yeah, and then...
0: I get, like, it makes sense to go back to like, oh, the original inspiration for Mortal Kombat was Enter the Dragon, so let's just ape that.
1: Sure. Yeah. Makes total sense. It's like, go back to the movie product. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it felt very much. It kind of felt like everyone had a toy, and this was a very long commercial for selling that person's toy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone is a very specific, <laughs> like,. Like color scheme and special move, where maybe you know Scorpion's arm would shoot off when you press the button and yeah. then you could reel back in. Or...
0: like I know I watch this. I'm like, oh, this feels like borderline. i love I love this movie, so this is all coming from sure. a place of love. Yeah borderline like a a student assembly version of like we watched Mortal Kombat but the character design is actually good and memorable. It's actually pretty good yeah. It's like it's because all of those are established already so those are coming through (laughs) but then everything else is new to the movie so like I don't know it's fucking um, on an island.
1: Yeah. They got flags. The production design is off the fucking charts. Like, it is really good. And I don't know how much money it costs to make, but goddamn, the production design. Like, it's it's really good. It looks, it looks, <laughs>
0: it looks so incredible. distinctive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, it, nothing has any explanation for why it looks like no, it does. no, no, no. It's fun though. <laughs> it's
1: it's a very it's very Saturday morning cartoon Absolutely. in a good way. Yeah. Like where where you look at the cave that they have their banquet in, and they're like, "That's styrofoam." Like that's <laughs> barely painted styrofoam. It's it's good. I don't know. It's it's a shit ton of fun to watch. Yeah. It's very silly. Oh, so silly. In a way that I uh, I don't know. It's kind of refreshing now with the benefit of like everything's so grim dark all the time. When you're doing these like, especially if there's Tragic backstory mm. or like magic involved. It we got has both to of be. Those. Yeah, <laughs> and more. There has <laughs> the to burden. be like. Y- it- yeah, I don't know these kinds, these types of movies now are like, but we're not for kids. Mm. We're like a cool, edgy version, and this yeah. is like, nope, this is definitely for kids. Yep. And it almost becomes like more fun to watch as an adult that way. I Absolutely. had never seen the movie before, mm. like two months ago.
0: So. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a week and a half
1: ago. No, it was <laughs> not. Oh my god. Okay, well, it warped my sense of time. So yeah. there you go.
0: <laughs> time passes faster still... in Outworld. So. <laughs>
1: Give me a very specific form of PTSD where I'm constantly reliving it. Yeah. Now,
0: my question is, having watched this, if you were to play Mortal Kombat, is there a like, ooh, I want to be <laughs> this guy because he was cool in the movie?
1: Ooh, well, okay, I would, I feel like, here's my impression, oh, okay. is that Johnny Cage, Sonya, uh, Liu Kang to to some degree, are all kind of like... One level of, of player, and yeah. then Scorpion and Sub-Zero are clearly meant to be, like, the next level up mm. of player. So,
0: but... the first set is, like, the Mario, and the second set is the Luigi? You're saying that that's like, oh... I guess
1: if Luigi was better at his job than Mario is? That's what I
0: said. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Spicy opinions coming down the pipe here. The little like green pipe. Like some sort of <laughs> meatball. <laughs> Are you calling Luigi a meatball? (laughs) That is a slur, and I will not stand for it on our podcast. At the
0: least, we can agree. It's just spicy.
1: (laughs) 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 We're veering into a whole other video game universe here. Yeah. Um, So, Scorpion or Sub-Zero seem like they would be the most fun to play, and they have the coolest, like, fights in the movie, and also very, like... I'm trying to think of the timeline on this and I don't know like House of Flying Daggers after this surely after this, yeah. after this yeah. right yeah. but the scorpion fight in the bamboo forest very like you yeah. know a touch of zen Well yeah that's what very that right yeah. like actual yeah I don't know a cool set piece and a cool fight and Sub-Zero's thing is bananas they go to hell
0: No that's Scorpion they go to hell with Scorpion Oh do they Yeah
1: Oh Sub-Zero is in the forest
0: no, Scorpion's in the forest, and then Johnny Cage attempts to kick him, and they warp through to hell.
1: Right, okay. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I lost track of the plot at that point, because You mean you couldn't distinguish between the, the two, two niddies that look identical, guys? except for <laughs>
0: slight yeah. color difference.
1: So, so, like, what, what's the deal with these guys? Oh, I got lots Why to tell you later Why are they the on. same guy? But they hate each other? Oh, they do. What's going on?
0: Well, one thing for the... <laughs> you're right, they do hate each other. This was a thing that I remember even, like, reading the manual growing up. They're <laughs> supposed to be bitter enemies, but okay. the one line in this that does away with the Shang Song's like, oh, I've enslaved these two guys. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Okay, <laughs> so
1: the, yeah, the impression I got was these two are supposed to be very powerful, yeah. but they've been kind of neutered for this movie. Yeah, weirdly, actually, yeah, and they kind of get to like you know go off a little bit, but and their fights are yeah. the best. Yes, go they off, are. King uh, Z, Kings.
0: The reptile yeah. fight's good too, though. I like the reptile fight. Yeah. <laughs> another (laughs) third ninja guy
1: (laughs) yeah who's green now don't worry about it yeah so So, i feel like those are the ones that i'm like why didn't we explore that Ah, i don't need backstory i just want them to be like more the behind the the
0: scenes reasons are uh no this is true for sub-zero i don't know about the scorpion guy sub-zero was just like a guy on set as like a stunt guy (laughs) <laughs> okay. and everyone was like, oh, nobody else can do the Sub-Zero stuff. He's like, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> so he couldn't be in front of the camera and behind the camera because he was, like, oh. doing their choreo- helping with choreography and all okay, that kind of okay, stuff. Okay. So he oh. <laughs> had to limit his role in a huge way because it's just oh, like, oh, I can't actually. I, we
1: can't actually make the movie if I'm constantly yeah, exactly. on, on camera. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Okay, okay. And
0: Scorpion, they actually expanded his role because everyone's like, oh, Scorpion's <laughs> really cool. So the original fight is. It's true. When Johnny Cage kicks Scorpion in the head, that was going to be the end of the fight. Right. But then they're like, well, what if he warps him to hell and they have another fight in hell?
1: <laughs> and they so, level the fuck up.
0: <laughs> so that was added because people that, were guys? like, "This is pretty cool. We should probably do more with him. <laughs>
1: Fair. I wish they had done it for Sub-Zero as well. And yeah. it feels like those two were supposed to tee off, and they never did. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really wish.
0: That's what I okay. think. So we got to watch the, the new Mortal Kombat movie and yeah. kind of stack it up against. I do feel like the new Mortal Kombat movie is going to do the thing that you don't like, though, which is this is so dark, it's actually edgy and for adults. Yeah. But if I get to see Sub-Zero stab somebody with a ice uh, knife, then I'm going to have a good time. To,
1: for me, that'll be a wash. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll allow it. So let's talk about what made this movie. And by that, I mean the people in it. Written by (laughs) Kevin Droney. (laughs) What are you? Uh, And based on, uh, like I said, one and two of Mortal Kombat. It's written and designed and created by Ed Boon and John Tobias. Very nice. Uh, We got, as the cast, Lyndon Ashby as Johnny Cage. And a thing that I love is that Johnny Cage is based on Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's who it's supposed to be.
1: Makes sense, yep.
0: Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme was going to be in it, but then he said no, and then uh, filmed Street Fighter instead. Street Fighter, uh, ladies and barely gentlemen. Barely
1: <laughs> a different movie, okay. I have not actually seen Street Fighter, <laughs> I gotta go watch that. I'm just assuming.
0: Uh, and they were given, like, free reign to improv a lot of their lines and stuff, so, like, those were $500 gla- sunglasses asshole was improv by Linda <laughs> Free, which it's is pretty great. Pretty good, alright. Yep. But he's, like, a legit martial artist, so, like...
1: I I figure. The the one thing I do appreciate about this is, like, you can tell who has fighting experience and who does not. Sonia does not. (laughs) Let's be honest. Yes.
0: Bridget Wilson does not.
1: (laughs) Yes. She's doing her damnedest. She
0: is doing her damnedest. She, uh, Sonia Blade, is inspired by uh, household fave Cynthia Rothrock.
1: Yes. Right. Um, Sure.
0: But, uh, yeah, to your point, she was the last person on set and was doing all of her own stunts and had like an impossible training regiment because the original Sonny Blade dropped out a little bit more on that later. Oh, uh, but she was also starring in Billy Madison
1: that year. So. Oh shit. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two absolute knockout hits.
0: Uh, we got, okay. uh, Robin Shu as Luke Kang, who was a Hong Kong trained stuntman, stunt man, which is that great. I
1: can believe. Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: the tiger cage series is where he kind of comes from, oh. but, uh, Lu Kang is based on Bruce Lee. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's our, our trifecta there based on those real peoples. Sure. Uh, but that's about it for like real people basis. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: you mean the god of lightning isn't based on anyone? The Sorry, real Sorry, thunder. Of thunder. Yeah.
0: Not lightning. <laughs> we got Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa, who is Shang Tsung. He apparently his audition was great. He like was in costume and he like was stood on a chair and like proclaimed the shit oh, out of like i it believe it was so seen and everyone was like he's perfect like we don't, don't see anybody anything else. i'm
1: just gonna splice in your audition
0: and he is a great, great villain like such oh, a yeah. sneery guy he's
1: so like yeah scene chewy and yeah
0: it is unfortunate that lu kang has no brain cells whatsoever to face <laughs> off against him.
1: nothing going on behind the eyes <laughs>
0: I love in the final scene, you're, like, he, Shang Tsung morphs into Liu Kang's brother, who is dead.
1: Like, in <laughs> front of his face. And you're like In front of Liu Kang. Yeah. The guy he's been punching for the last ten minutes morphs into his dead brother. And Liu Kang is just like, oh, brother? Like, Son, I don't know what to tell you now. You're a full idiot. Yeah, you deserve this. <laughs> um. Yeah.
0: We got uh, Talisa Soto as Katana, who was, like, a huge model, not a lot of acting hmm. experience, uh, not a lot of uh, martial Fighting arts experience. eating experience. Yes, yeah. she's
1: fun. just hot. That's yep. the one she's there for. Yep. Also, Katana is a very funny name because I don't think she fights with Katanas no, and is not Japanese, right? <laughs>
0: Katana is not Japanese, uh, fights with, in the video games, she fights with uh, silver fans as opposed to Katanas.
1: Lady implements. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> sure. Whatever. She's not from here. Yeah,
0: not from around here.
1: Yeah.
0: She's, yeah, just the, like, casting call, we need somebody exotic.
1: Uh, I'm 100% <laughs> sure that's what it went out, yeah. Uh, the 90s. And as our and Chinese today. god of
0: <laughs> lightning and thunder, we have French-Canadian superstar, Christopher Lambert.
1: Uh, you know, there's a certain... <laughs> there's a certain energy to a French-Canadian person... <laughs> And I'm allowed to say that. They're in my family. You just, it's like they don't give a shit what you think. Yeah, oh yeah. And Christopher Lambert is obviously like, couldn't care any less if this movie bombs or sails. Like, but he's having a great time. An amazing time.
0: time. But he's utilizing... That French-Canadian condescension that we all know. Yes. To be the god amongst mortals, to be...
1: That's the thing, like, it kind of works. (laughs) He has such
0: a bizarre chemistry that I love him in this movie. I know,
1: he's constantly, like, cackling inappropriately. (laughs) He'll just end a line with, ha 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 ha. The
0: fate of billions will depend upon you. (laughs) Ha ha ha. He does this move where he opens his mouth but doesn't laugh, yeah. but he just, like, clicks his Adam's apple and it comes out as, like,
1: ha <laughs> Yeah, it's so weird. But it, it, I hate to retcon it this way, but it does make him feel like he's not supposed to be here on this, like, earthly plane. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> like,
0: you, you're not used to seeing this stuff. No,
1: yeah, you're still adjusting to being in, like, a meat suit, maybe? I don't know, Yeah. Yeah, is he, like,
0: lightning incarnate that just was like, I'm going to choose French-Canadian this time. (laughs)
1: Look at me, I'm a human. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: He was, like, the biggest celebrity on this movie. Oh, really? Because he did a little movie called Highlander. Um, Oh, right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what he's mainly famous from. Hilariously, the original Raiden that uh, they had in mind, I don't think he was officially cast, but they, like, courted him and tried to get him in, was Sean Connery, the Uh, other star of Highlander. uh,
1: Yeah other yeah, not at all chinese star okay
0: that would have been so, much worse like i like sean connery but no no not need, in this movie you no. need that french canadian powerhouse
1: Just <laughs> for you need that very upsetting energy yeah. why why were they like not they just wanted like a big star and they couldn't think, think of so? anybody who was chinese
0: I, no i that's part of it it's a mm-hmm. hollywood movie mm-hmm. um this is paul ws anderson's first movie too oh um, right right first um, big thing surely right pardon
1: First, like big Hollywood thing. Yeah,
0: he had yeah. done like an indie beforehand, sure, and that was that was really it. But I think it literally was, oh, Highlander is a big action magic thing. If we have one of these guys oh, cast and we yeah, can put in yeah. the poster, people will be like, oh, I liked Highlander. I'll go, yeah, hundred percent.
1: Okay, yeah. all right. You know what? I get it.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So I much. understand. He, but Christopher Lambert, I love this. He was. It's interesting. You have the you have the look of like he doesn't care about bombs, but he's having a, the best time. Yeah. He was, like, a huge class act, apparently. He was coaching Anderson on, like, oh, this is how you do this in big movies. This is how you do this. Oh. Uh, and, like, helping him out without, like, calling him out in, in the moment. Oh. So, like, he'd, like, take him aside and be like, hey, I get what you're trying to do here. Maybe it'd be better if... blah, blah, blah Why blah, don't blah, you try? Yeah. Uh, or we tried this one time. Maybe that'll help.
1: Nice. And the
0: thing that's so cool, Christopher Lambert his he was much more expensive than everybody else Mm. uh and so he got paid his what he would have been paid for contractually his contract was just to be in studio for close-ups and they were going to use a stand-in for everything else oh boy because this most of this movie was shot on location in taiwan and they couldn't Uh. afford to bring him down sure so he got his i'll just be in studio fee and then he paid his way to go down there to hang out shoot in person do it Aww. all live at the time. He's like, Oh, if I'm gonna be in this movie, I'm gonna be in this movie. <laughs> and
1: he is in this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: and he like hung out with all the younger stars and was like, Oh, this is your first big movie, eh? Well here's some advice. Like he uh, was like a little coach. Yeah, a little a little coach helping out. But that's he amazing. they couldn't afford a rap party, so Christopher Lambert just paid for it.
1: Oh. And like like <laughs> That Highlander money going to yeah.
0: <laughs> just like that's so that's so nice. That's I like so that. precious. Yeah.
1: Good for him. <laughs> Aw.
0: And rounding at the cast, we've got Kevin Michael Richardson as the voice of Goro. Mm. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is a huge voiceover guy. He's in oh, yeah? everything. Uh, what I know him from? Uh, the thing that always comes to mind, and speaking of video games, in the video game Halo 2, he is the evil monkey man, Tartarus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gonna have to go Google that. Yeah, yeah, all right. Please do.
0: But no, he he's in tons and tons and tons of stuff. Um, I even
1: recognize the name. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. And speaking of recognizing voice cast, Frank Welker as the voices of Reptile and the Emperor at the very end.
1: <laughs> nice. Frank Welker sneaking in at yeah. the end to do some voice work. I love
0: that. <laughs> That's the Frank Welker special.
1: <laughs> you didn't know he was there. Amazing. And
0: the music. The music. Oh,
1: my God. Yes. The
0: actual, like, orchestra score is by George S... <laughs>
1: George. george i was
0: it's as though i saw the word george for the first time and had to sound it out
1: terrible news nick cannot read george
0: s clinton uh did the film score and various edm artists did the rest but famously the immortals wrote the song techno syndrome aka the Mortal Kombat theme song
1: oh techno syndrome yep Is the name of the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it doesn't
0: have the words Mortal Kombat in it. Why would you think that, considering every other word is Mortal Kombat? Yep,
1: (laughs) that's the thing that gets repeated the most. Screamed, even. Okay, all right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go into it, but there is a fantastic little oral history interview thing of the guy who screams Mortal Kombat in this out there. Yes!
1: Oh my god, I love the little, like, little oral histories. Those are so funny. Okay.
0: But this was the first EDM album to go platinum, Ever.
1: Really? Yeah. No? okay. <laughs> 95. That makes sense. So, wait, was this written for the movie, yep. the theme? Uh, All
0: the okay. music in here, I believe, was written for the movie.
1: Or, sorry, the but the video game, surely, right? Mm-mm. No. No,
0: none of the music in this is in the video game.
1: The Mortal Kombat theme does not appear. No. The very famous. It does <laughs> not
0: appear well, in the, the video game. The okay. Technology could not have handled it. Oh.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, yeah
0: the no, original no. Mortal Kombat's from like 87 or something like that? Oh, or 88? Oh,
1: true, true, true. Okay. Yeah. Oh, funky. Wow, I mean, they fucking nailed it. Oh, yeah. Because like, that's all I think about when I think about Mortal Kombat. Have
0: your qualms with this movie? I certainly do, just by loving it. But the soundtrack cannot be one of them. It No,
1: it, it rules. whips ass. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, it's got this very, like, I don't even really know how to describe it. I'm sure a music producer could describe it. But, like, that very overtone-y kind of noise to it, mm. like very industrial. This was the time oh, yeah. of, you know? And even the, the crisp electronic stuff, it had that very, I don't know, just a lot of distortion isn't even the right word. No, but, I know
0: what you mean though. It sounds like somebody's like, it, they took the sound of a wrench on a pipe and then distorted it.
1: Yeah, yep. yeah, I don't know. But like, the, the entire Matrix soundtrack is like this, <laughs> for instance. For instance. <laughs> As a big for instance. You know what I mean? It's, it's a perfect little time capsule for 1995. Oh, That's yeah. so funny. So, first EDM album to go. Was yeah. that even, I mean, yeah, we were doing it back in the 60s, but, like, yeah, EDM wasn't really a, a thing. Like, the style, not the not having electronics available to yeah. produce music.
0: It was It was. Common enough that the producers of the movie were like, absolutely no way are we using EDM. You were doing, like, a full film score. Really? majesty, (laughs) majestic. Sweeping, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, And they, like, I I can't remember the bands. They went through, like, a couple dozen EDM groups to be like, how about them? How about them? How about them? And they were just like, no to everything. And so what they settled on was, okay, we'll mostly do a film score, and we'll hire what are essentially... In Hollywood, nobody's so that we can get them for crazy cheap. How about that, sure. producers? I'm like, fine, whatever.
1: <laughs> oh, cheap, you say? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, all right. Cute. Yeah, very cute. Well, it worked great.
0: Yeah, so that's a big first. The other big first, this is credited as the first mainstream Hollywood movie to use wire fights.
1: No, really?
0: Yeah, credited as. That's that's my, okay. like, uh, my qualifier there, because I didn't research this super hardcore, but it's explicit, like, very much... The Matrix took what was happening here and was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then, like, charted the, the Mortal Kombat back to Hong Kong and Yen Mu-Ping, well, who is the yeah uh, choreographer of that. It's like a straight line from Mortal Kombat to young Mu-Ping to The Matrix.
1: One of the parts I absolutely love about doing this podcast is finding out, like... The four steps leading up to these absolute tentpoles yeah. of, like, you know, mostly American cinema and where they came from. And it's always Hong Kong. <laughs> that's just because you're talking always. to me. Well, <laughs> that's true. It, a lot of it is Hong Kong. That's so funny.
0: But the extra funny part of this is that they almost didn't happen in this movie. Because wire work is only used in two fights. Okay. And there are two fights that were added in reshoots because they you know took this movie to to screen test and whatever and the audience were like this is great how come there's like no fights in it
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So the <laughs> How come this fighting game movie doesn't have any fights? So the mm. fights
0: that they added are the scorpion and hell part, which we talked about sure, already. right. That has a bunch of wire work in it. There's no wire work preceding that in that the movie. That makes sense, yeah. Um. And they had, like, new choreographers, or not even new choreographers, same choreographers plus more people, and because they didn't have the pressure of, oh, we gotta run to shoot this other stuff, we're, we're just doing <laughs> reshoots, so yeah, let's fuck around. And-
1: it absolutely feels like this is the one the choreographers had fun yeah. with. Yeah. Yes, 100%. And the
0: other fight is the reptile fight that he yeah. Oh sure, because the original that's so
1: baffling to me. Yeah, what the original is that? version
0: of the movie is Liu Kang grabs Reptile and throws him into that statue that sucks him up, and yeah. Reptile is dead at that point. That's Which, the original movie. That's
1: how it's shot and how it looks like it's going to happen. And
0: then they did the reshoot where they're like, "Well, he could just turn into a ninja, like because that how we <laughs> see Reptile here is how he appears in the video games—the little ninja guy that looks exactly like Scorpion and yeah. Zero. That's how he appears. Oh, okay. So this was a like, okay, we will make him that ninja and then he'll fight. The blue kang and, let's add
1: him in there. Yeah. Wait, okay, so Reptile honestly has very strong we made this up for the movie energy to it. Like from my perspective. Yeah. Is there anybody else who wasn't who's in the game who didn't make it into the movie?
0: Uh Reptile was I I can't remember right. Either he is only in Mortal Kombat Two or he's a secret character in Mortal Kombat Two, oh, something like that. Okay. But yeah, the roster of Mortal Kombat characters is like Ten I'd, people, like No, it's like twenty ish. Oh okay. Like there's tons of people that didn't make it in. But okay, okay. this movie is only Original Mortal Kombat people, plus Katana, and maybe Reptile. I don't know if Reptile's real.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah,
0: but no Reptile wasn't made up for the movie. He he was in there.
1: Okay. All yeah. right. <laughs> it's it kind of feels it feels stacked on. It I does. I will admit.
0: But that reshoot, the the actual fight of them fighting, that is tacked on. So yeah, sure. you might have been picking up on that.
1: It's a pretty cool fight, though. Yeah. Okay. It is.
0: It's probably my favorite fight in the movie, I think. Yeah? That one. I yeah. like the hell one. Yeah. The hell one is, yeah, it's hard to choose.
1: Yeah, come on. Don't make me choose. <laughs> Between hell and reptiles.
0: Speaking of choosing, you never answered my question. Oh, Which I'm Mortal Kombat so character are you playing as? Oh,
1: gosh. Yes. Um, I really feel like Sub-Zero would be my my mm. bag. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I can't, I don't, I'm terrified of the flying axe, that weapon. I couldn't be scorpion. I can't, I can't deal with it. (laughs) Shooting ice beams seems like something I could manage while also fighting like hand-to-hand combat. So. (laughs) Yeah. What's his special move? I have to know. I gotta know. Well, there's, there's. What are the the
0: options? I don't remember what his fatality is, but he, he, like in the movie, he shoot ice out of hand. Sure. Uh, He can freeze you and then he punches you while you're frozen.
1: Right. That's it. Okay, great. See now I'm not as now I'm not as jazzed. But, on it.
0: <laughs> if you went, back, if you saw the original Mortal Kombat, you'd be like, "This is it!" Like that would be your re- reaction to it.
1: Was this your reaction when you found out they were making a movie of it? Of like, no, because nothing, how?
0: nothing had. Mortal Kombat was huge at the time because there was nothing like it previously. But now, if you go to it with several decades of <laughs> new stuff happening in between, you'd be like, yeah. "Oh, this is so basic."
1: Yeah. Because
0: yeah. it was kind of trying stuff out for the first time.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Do you have like a main for Mortal Kombat? It would be
0: Scorpion or Sub Zero.
1: Nice. Okay. See that feels right, right? Yeah. They feel like the coolest ones. It's the
0: coolest characters. Yeah. I'm not gonna be Johnny Cage, are you <laughs> kidding me.
1: <laughs> they feel like cannon fodder. Like yeah. to encounter Scorpion and Sub Zero and be like, Oh, these are the real fighters. That's what that's what I mean by yeah. like, you know? Yeah.
0: So the the last thing I'm gonna mention about, you know, not being able to do fights is a good lead into that. Um <laughs> The fights are wildly variable, as we're saying. Very Just much so. A couple <laughs> things that I find very funny. There is... I don't know if you'll remember this. There's a scene where Sub-Zero and Liu Kang are fighting. Is and, this
1: in the castle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And
0: it's the the scene that, that Liu Kang beats Sub-Zero. Just before that... <laughs> They're like running down a ramp, and Sub Zero flips down it. And I even remember you going like, "Ooh!" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Liu Kang just f- shouts like a maniac and chases after him. Yes, yeah. he was supposed to do all the flips, but he couldn't do them. <laughs> uh, so <they're, laughs> they look hard. Yeah. So he just—they were like, "Okay, action!" And Robin Shu is exhausted. He just goes, "Ah!" Uh, <laughs> like, okay, that's good enough. <laughs>
1: Great energy, Robin. I
0: get it, dude. Yeah. But the main issue here, the reason that the fights are so variable, and I didn't think about this beforehand, Paul W. Anderson's first movie, first action movie, he oh doesn't know how to shoot action. So he's shooting everything in big wide shots that last forever, mm. and the stunt people can only do, like, two of those. And they're like, we are yeah. done for the day. We are tired.
1: <laughs> this hurts a lot.
0: And Robin should have to come over and be like, hey, dude, you, the way you shoot action is you only shoot, like, three or four seconds at a time really close and then you cut away to something oh, else oh he was
1: just making them run through the hole yeah. oh god <laughs> christ okay
0: yeah and exhausting bridget wilson's kano fight was the last thing last fight shot before reshoots because it was a like okay we've given you as much time as we can no matter
1: whatever you got whatever you got <laughs> just just give us something and
0: she had Sonia blaine had a bigger role in the movie but it got mm. cut down because Bridget Wilson was, she's not an action movie star.
1: No, yeah, fair. It feels like she could have been if this, I don't know, was this her first movie? It
0: was one of, I don't think it was her first movie. No, she was live, (laughs) live. She was acting in the (laughs) 80s. So it was her her first, like, action movie of any kind. Like, she's always rom-coms, straight comedies, dramas. So, yeah.
1: It feels like she could have, like, there's a seed there, and it could have, you know, if she, if this had been her 10th action movie, I feel like we would have gotten a crisper product. Yeah,
0: like, when you find out that she's only been training for, I think, four weeks or something like that, you're like, oh, yeah, Yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, for
1: sure. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't fall over? Good.
0: Good. Nice.
1: You can really tell the Kano-Sonya fight is, like, edited so that you can't see how weak the punches are and stuff, but, like, (laughs) fair. But it's, you
0: know, you hire people for... The jobs that they can do. Like, this is not a throwing shade at them at all. They no, no, no. did the best they could, better than either of us could ever do. I mean, what are we, yeah. But it is just <laughs> so funny, the the curve on these fights.
1: There is a lot of variable, yeah, experience there. Yeah. It's funny.
0: So, uh, how about we move on to some segments? I got some segments here for you.
1: <gasps> Amazing. Let's do it.
0: The first is an oldie. It's a goodie. It's an injury and destruction roundup. Fatality. Yeah. Oh, I should. Not.
1: Of course, yeah. of course.
0: I assume you'll be inserting the Mortal Kombat scream throughout this <laughs> episode.
1: And this I wasn't going it. to, but now I will. Yes. <laughs> Anytime anyone says Mortal Kombat, that's what I'll do.
0: One little one, which is just like it informs how the stuff is shot, which I think is interesting. Mm. The uh, he doesn't have a name, but Liu Kang fights the guy who growls like a tiger, and they have a bow staff fight. It's one of the first. Oh, fight right, that Liu very Kang's first in. fight. Yeah. The reason that that's a bow staff fight, like Robin, she was a stunt man initially. Now these stunt people are good with staves they used yeah. them though because the tiger scream man was had broken his hand and Ooh. he like the day before and oh. so they like tied his hand to the pole kind of thing oh god <laughs> just to be like this is what we can do we just okay gotta get through it the fact that this movie made it out is like
1: becoming more and more incredible to me yes yeah Poor
0: but god. the big one cameron diaz the original sonia Blade. oh
1: shut up <laughs> Oh my god.
0: <laughs> she broke her wrist right before filming. Uh. So they called up Bridget Wilson to be like, Hey we're shooting a movie, you wanna be part of it question <laughs> mark?
1: So Cameron Diaz breaks her wrist, no dice. Tiger Man breaks his hand just suck it up, yep. sunshine. Okay. What, that's, uh, speaking of perfect 1995 oh, time yeah. capsules, Cameron Diaz. But if
0: you know Cynthia Rothrock and how she is, like, she is a solid person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go you to Cameron Diaz, who could, like, slip through a crack in the wall. <laughs> it's like, what a bizarre.
1: Okay. Interesting choice, like, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Uh, but speaking of Bridget Wilson, she uh, <laughs> did her all all of her own stunts, for better and for worse. Sure. But she dislocated her shoulder in the Kano fight. Ew. And so she was like, I can do it, just ram it back in. And they rammed it back in. Oh my god. And she kept shooting. Oh my god. <laughs> fucking what she... like I went from Ew. as a kid being like, Sonia's lame to this movie, like, no, nah, she's she's fucking rocking it. <laughs> it she's... is
1: amazing that she made it out alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh crap. <cripes. laughs> Uh, if that ever happens to me, you have to shoot me in the head. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a it's horse. Not, yeah, yeah, you gotta put me down. I'm not <laughs> going through that. Sorry.
0: We're, if anybody nearby is around, I'm just gonna be shouting like, horse rules, horse <laughs> rules. She
1: made me. She's a horse. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, Johnny Cage's fight with Scorpion. Uh, Scorpion is, he's like a, both Scorpion and 0 they're just not just. They are stunt guys. They're not actors. So like they're coming at it with a stunt philosophy. A lot of the stunt philosophy is you actually hit each other. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh,
0: Scorpion kicked Lyndon Ashby so hard in the kidneys that he was
1: peeing blood for <gasps> a few days. Oh my god. Which is like, oh my god, we couldn't do that. I know. And
0: they, Lyndon Ashby was just like slamming Advil like crazy, just like, I oh, gotta make it through. Oh
1: my god. Can't kick someone. In. Was Lyndon Ashby aware he was gonna receive a blow to the? Lyndon kidney? Ashby,
0: like I said, he was a legitimate martial artist. Oh, into right, like that's tournaments right. and stuff. So like he, he if okay. anybody knew his body of the stars, that's the one you trust. I okay, feel like. Fair. <laughs> or <laughs> maybe you trust Robin Shu, who had a uh, rating system for his fights. From a scale of one to three, okay. and this indicated how many ribs he bruised or broke in the fight. Oh, so the only one I know for sure is that the reptile reshoot fight was a twofer. He, he broke two <laughs> ribs in that one.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> so That's like, so, like, I don't know if you've ever bruised a rib. I've never broken one, but I have bruised them, and, like, you can't move. Yeah, you like, can't it breathe properly. the entirety of your being. Yeah, it's not like, okay, well, you know, it's my pinky, and I'll just wrap it up. Or whatever. Like, those are your lungs in there. Yeah. So oh
0: I like to highlight the Injury and Destruction Roundup because these people died for our entertainment. <laughs> are you not entertained?
1: <laughs> they sacrifice their body for the play.
0: And as we're recording this, lots of Oscar talk in the news. And there should just be a best stunts uh,
1: category. 100%. I'm sorry, but if you're going to like celebrate the craft of movies, wh- what's going on? One of the biggest parts what of yeah.
0: what makes a movie feel real.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely something that like takes a lot of skill and experience to like put yeah. in front of a camera and make look good on there camera. It,
0: there is an art to it yeah. in a big way, and when you see unartful stunts, you're like, "Wow, why do I hate this?"
1: <laughs> I'm mad at you now.
0: Anyway, that's my <laughs> this little has been
1: Oscar soapbox. <laughs> little mini segment.
0: Vitality. Uh, speaking of segments, how about a maxi segment?
1: Ooh, <laughs> what is that? It's the
0: feature to today of today. The feature to today, tomorrow, today.
1: (laughs) Progress Island,
0: USA. (laughs) It's a little segment I like to call Graboid onto these facts. (laughs) The esoterically named segment where I quiz Aaron on film franchise trivia. (laughs) The name that I made up on the spot one time and it stuck. Two years ago? (laughs) (laughs) But as this franchise dives into it, this will be both about film franchise and video game trivia. <gasps> Uh-oh. My
1: stars. This is not my area. Dun, dun, that's
0: another drop you can do. So
1: hype. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of our most hype
0: episodes. <laughs> okay. Let's start her off. Question the first. Yes.
1: Oh, she's got a cool I'm fighting ready. pose. My dudes are up.
0: There's a real Cynthia Roth post. pose. Thank that's, you.
1: That's I know, right? <laughs> uh,
0: in the sequel to Mortal Kombat... Named Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yes. Uh, Sonya Blade and her partner Jax are cornered by a cyber ninja. And are surely doomed. <laughs> At the last second, they are saved by someone who they think is Sub-Zero. Oh. Sonya knows Sub-Zero is dead. Is this unknown warrior? A. Also a cyber ninja. <laughs> created in Sub-Zero's likeness. B. Sub-Zero's younger brother. Named Sub-Zero. Oh, <laughs> C. Shang Tsung, back from the dead, and now he's good. (laughs) D. A new ice guy named Mr. Freeze.
1: Oh, God. Would that it were D. (laughs) I'm going to discount that, though.
0: So we're down to A, B, C, process of elimination.
1: Honestly, the Mortal Kombat logic leads me to believe it's Sub-Zero's younger brother, also named Sub-Zero. And you
0: are correct yes i'm sorry i cut you off i wanted Fucking to hear your rationale I... Were...
1: no i because it's literally just like the rationale for the first movie is my little brother died and i'm mad about uh, it and it true. drives me to do insane things so that's uh nope Yep, that's it that's yep. all i went with
0: yeah so the the this sub-zero nice. that we see here in the sequel the, yeah. this the savior sub-zero is the in-canon main sub-zero of the mortal kombat franchise uh, the okay. Sub-Zero from the first movie's real name is Bi-Han. Okay. And he, Sub-Zero is a mantle that's, like, bestowed upon uh, the warriors of this clan who's the best ice he's guy. He's the 007 or the yes. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. So uh, this is a uh, little Sub-Zero, and he's he's a good guy, unlike Sub-Zero Prime. Prime, yeah. <laughs> who's a bad guy. Okay. And uh, note about the Cyber Ninjas. Part of Sub-Zero's backstory is that... Uh, Original Sub-Zero, I think, and a buddy are trying to, like, escape from their clan because they are all being converted into Cyber Ninjas.
1: Oh, okay. And the Cyber
0: Ninja that we see here is is, his old compatriot.
1: Oh, okay. Very good. Dramatic.
0: Yeah. One thing you're going to learn to this segment is the canon to Mortal Kombat is great. Real out-there lore.
1: Really, yeah. Unnecessary filigree on all of these backstories. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: But speaking of Sub-Zeros... Sub-Zero?
1: Sub-Zero, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that one because of how hard it is to say. You would. One of the core story elements of the games that bled a little bit into the movie, and you kind of know this, is there's the rivalry between Scorpion, who's an undead skeleton man, and Sub-Zero, an ice man.
1: (laughs) The two kinds of man. Yep.
0: Yeah. In the movies, they're implied of slaves, like we talked about, Mm -hmm. but in the larger canon, why do you think they have a beef?
1: Oh, um... It, when, uh, I got, oh, right, sorry, it, sorry, sorry. It's not, it's not free answer. Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: I, I wouldn't do that to you. Though, do you have a theory, actually? <laughs> do you
1: think I can come up with something you great? You look like I you think had something
0: ready to go. <laughs> no. So I want to give you the floor. If okay, the well,
1: if, if, uh, if Scorpion is an undead skeleton man, I think Sub-Zero put him in hell. I think he used to be a normal guy, just an innocent guy, and he went to hell because of something mm. Sub-Zero did, and I, now he's back.
0: I do Baby. enjoy the threat of, I'm going to put you in hell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone in my headcanon, someone said that to him. Yeah, that's uh, that's my thanky. I like that. Thank you. Okay. Give, give me your answers.
0: I have five options here for you. Ooh. Me. A, they were both regular dudes until Sub-Zero killed Scorpion. Now Scorpion's back from hell for revenge. So pretty pretty. Okay, both. all right. B, they are part of a warring clans. Oh. One is a fire clan and one is a water clan. Sure. And so they're like doomed to be like interlocked with rivalry for eternity. Makes sense. C. Scorpion is tricked into believing that Sub Zero's son, Sub Zero, <laughs> with whom Scorpion eventually has a life debt, actually killed his family. Okay. D. None of the above.
1: <laughs> e. All of. The all above. of. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I want it to be B. <laughs> So he can never talk to me, my brother, my son, or my son's eventual life debt partner, all named Sub-Zero. Oh my god. I honestly, I'm gonna guess E, because I think that would be the funniest possible. My other, my other, like... As I watched the movie, I was like, oh, okay, so there's some, like, representative clans at yeah, the okay. tournament every every time they do it, and Sub-Zero and Scorpion are the heads of those clans, and they have to be in it, or, or something. Mm. That, that was my, my kind of impression. Okay, so... I'm going with E, fuck it, let's do it all.
0: You're saying all of the above? Yeah. You are correct. Oh, yes. Two for God. two, I think this is the best you've this done one of these so far. <laughs> this
1: is my streak, I'm out. Taking it's, my winnings. Going it's up.
0: easy to see how you got here because there's so much of this lore is in <laughs> the what we consume every day. There's scorpions and sub-zeros everywhere you look. How could you not know this stuff?
1: I'm, I'm obviously.
0: <laughs> Third question yes scorpion sub-zero and reptile famously use the same character model with different colors which is known (laughs) as a palette swap okay so they'd all act the same way but they have their own special moves sure palette swapping continued throughout the series to create new characters which of the following do you think is not a real character in a future mortal Kombat Uh, game okay
1: okay
0: cyclone with white robes he utilizes the power of wind He's the physically weakest but fastest of the character palette swaps as he zips around and kind of wears you down with little jabs and stuff. Okay. That's A. B. Rain. With purple (laughs) robes, he utilizes the power of rain. (gasps) Wow. And uses water attacks kind of the same way Sub-Zero uses, well, ice attacks. Sure. C. Smoke. With gray robes, he utilizes the power of smoke (laughs) to go invisible and he's kind of like an Uh, ambushy guy. Sure, sure or D, and you might notice a change in the pattern here, Noob Saibot. He is an all black silhouette version of uh, the palette. He is the canon reincarnation of the original Sub-Zero.
1: There are too many (laughs) Sub-Zeros. I'm calling it now.
0: Oops, all Sub-Zeros. Yeah. Oh
1: boy. Which of those
0: four? We got Cyclone, Wind Guy, Rain, Rain Guy, Smoke, Smoke Guy, or Noob Saibot. Undead shade
1: guy? <laughs> I feel like noob Cybot has to be the has to be real. Okay. The Nega version of whatever is a very I feel like is a real classic mm. palette swap. Uh rain? I don't I feel like maybe they just wouldn't they don't wanna step on Sub Zero too much.
0: Oh yeah. And we already ocean. got a waterish guy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're not gonna have gaseous
0: rain. water. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what cycle would be.
1: Quind, yeah. Well, but he's cooler. I'm guessing Rain. I'm Ah, sorry. My streak.
0: The correct answer was Cyclone. Really? Uh, Made him up.
1: Oh, it's pretty good. It's a good design. All right.
0: (laughs) Insert the Ripley's Believe It or Not. uh, Riker (laughs) made it up. Total fiction. No way. We got you. It's a made-up tale. A little word about Rain. He is a demigod in it, so he's even though he looks like the guys. Very
1: confusing. Yeah
0: in canon uh smoke is the one that gets turned into a cyborg and he's the one that uh is trying to blow up sonia and jacks that uh, oh sure saves okay all
1: right no. who is doing this to them who is making the cyborgs
0: uh just like so many bad guys
1: <laughs> just like the worst guys
0: i assume a bunch I, uh... of sub-zeros
1: <laughs> <laughs> if and <Doug's> probably sub-zero <laughs>
0: Okie dokie. There's a lot of sub-zeros, but I will say, they really nailed, like, oh, he's the cool guy. We gotta <laughs> yeah. do stuff with him. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And make it look Noob Saibot. He, yeah. Uh, when we reverse those words, it's Tobias Boone, the last names oh, for- of the creators. <laughs> okay. Other palette swaps include Ermac, Tremor, and Chameleon.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Chameleon and just reptile, though? No,
0: Chameleon changes between all of the palette swaps uh, at random.
1: Oh, see, that's smart. Okay, all right. Best of all world. The ditto of... Our pellet swaps.
0: Mm-hmm. And the final question. Dun, dun, dun. Mortal Kombat is famous for its finishing moves. Finish him! you may hear before a scorpion breathes fire on Kung Lao to cap off a fight, and that same voice will then bellow, Fatality! In, in okay. future installments, they started making variations to finishers. Mm-hmm. Things that weren't fatalities, but something altogether different. Which of the following is not a real finishing move variation? Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited Babality The defeated opponent is turned into a baby <laughs> Complete with shrunken down imagery such as tiny baby shades for Johnny Cage Goro <laughs> plays patty cake with himself and in Reptile's case, he become a egg
1: <laughs> oh my god Either this is insane and true or you <laughs> made it up and you're insane
0: <laughs> B okay. Animality your character morphs into an animal and mauls the defeated character. Some examples here. Johnny Cage turns into a kangaroo and kicks the opponent off screen. Raiden turns into an electric eel and zaps you. And Scorpion, for some reason, turns into a penguin and lays an explosive egg.
1: Come on! <laughs> First of all, Kano, why is he not the kangaroo? Second oh yeah. Of all, Scorpion, what the fuck, man? Couldn't have biffed it harder.
0: He's in hell.
1: <laughs> He's confused. He's
0: confused. Okay, all right doesn't have a penguin's egg chance in hell you might hear someone say Uh,
1: commonly yes
0: c Uh formality the winning character dresses the loser in formal attire and places them in a casket (laughs) sonya blade is dressed in a dress uniform johnny cage in a tuxedo and goro in a rip-off vest but it kind of makes him look like a caterer and d friendship The winning fighter performs an act of kindness, allowing the opponent to survive. For Sub-Zero, they build a snowman. For Liu Kang, they do a disco dance. And Katana gives the loser a birthday cake. Oh my god. One of those is not real.
1: How am I supposed
0: to...
1: (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Okay, listen. I didn't know that there was a job out there where you could design... These sorts of things. And now I'm mad that I've wasted my life doing anything else. Um okay. Babality. Babality.
0: Opponent become baby.
1: Animality. Kangaroo. For instance. <laughs> For instance. Formality. Yep. Or friendship. Friendship. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to make of this. They Three are. Three of all them are so real. <laughs> Listener, she's
0: having such a hard time with this. I'm so proud of myself. I just got to put it on on mic. You might know, you might be able to guess that the whole reason I wanted to do this segment was for this question. Um, (laughs) If that's coming through, you are correct.
1: Oh, fuck (laughs) me. Is it formality?
0: Is it formality? You're saying formality is the...
1: The fake fake. one. The one that did not appear in a real, actual Mortal Kombat game. You are... (gasps) Correct! Ah! Flawless victory!
0: I made it up. Oh, Never my. happened.
1: <laughs> Total fiction. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: So, Baybalities, I'm just going to give you a little overview of these guys. Um, Baybalities were created deliberately and absurdly to counter the criticism that Mortal Kombat movies, or Mortal Kombat games, were just about violence. <laughs> okay. That they could be about other things, too, and like they were- Like turning
1: someone into a baby. Or an egg. Or, yeah.
0: <laughs> they were not popular. <laughs>
1: it turns out the game was about violence animalities
0: are interesting oh, because they God. were made like made a made-up rumor was that they existed in mortal kombat 2 okay. and you just need to like figure out the right codes to make it happen sure they weren't in there though but the <laughs> okay. rumor was pervasive enough that the creators of mortal kombat were like oh let's just add that that in the sounds next awesome yeah. <laughs> yeah so in mortal kombat 3 they came in based off this rumor okay so i think it's cute but friendship is the funniest one to me oh, friendships are God. real Instead of the blood-soaked fatality words that would splay across the screen, friendship pops up in, like, big bubble
1: letters. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: and Shao Kahn is the one doing all the fatality and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. He comes on and mutters, friendship. Friendship? Like, in- <laughs> and then sounds, like, really disappointed in you. In future games, so he mean. would go on and go, friendship again? <laughs> oh my God. But we see one of these in the so movie cute. Mortal Kombat. What oh shit, do we? When Johnny Cage drops his autograph to Scorpion in the movie, it is a reference to his in-game oh. of friendship where he hands somebody an autograph to his biggest fan, Johnny Cage.
1: Because that seemed like an unnecessarily cruel thing to do after vaporizing yeah. a man. He blew up that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Have this, idiot. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, okay wait tell tell me all of them. Do you know all I of them? I don't know all of oh them. But okay, I, I gonna invite go, you. I'm gonna look to en- this up. Yeah,
0: enjoy the Mortal Kombat fandom Wikipedia. <laughs> where it has a nice description of all of them. You can watch all of them happen.
1: <laughs> what would your friendship finishing move oh, be? Oh boy,
0: what would it be? Uh, <laughs> I would well not to be too on brand, but I just like bust out uh, on my phone and we'd watch a movie together.
1: Nice. All right. Fair enough. What would yours be? <laughs> Pull up a couch and you put on a movie. Yep. A little popcorn. Like, yeah. <laughs> what would mine be? Uh, I would bake someone a muffin. Yeah, That'd yeah, be that, my th- thing. that would be my thing. Yeah.
0: I do remember some other friendships. All of the ninja clones, so like Scorpion and and all that, they hand the person a little doll version of themselves.
1: Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like the autograph on, like, have me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I hope
0: you enjoyed our time together. Yeah. Here's a keepsake.
1: <laughs> remember me fondly. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so cute. Did it work? Were pe- so people didn't like these? How would you not like the friendship?
0: Uh, Animalities stuck around. They were very gory, That's one of the reasons sure. <laughs> why. Um,
1: did not accomplish what they set out to do at all. Uh,
0: Babalities did not stick around. Friendships did that's stick so around. so
1: funny, though. Friendships is great. Yeah. Babality is very funny, because it is still very humiliating. Oh yeah, big yeah. time. <laughs> okay. Just me, I would have kept them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thank you for those. You're welcome. I'm going to graboid and hold on to those facts. Cherish. In my heart. (laughs) Now, whenever I make a new friend, I'm just going to be like, this is my finishing move. (laughs) (laughs) When you you give somebody muffins next time,
0: you'd be like, hey, you're ready for my finishing move? (laughs)
1: They're going to be like, I'm not eating these. (laughs) (laughs) That's <laughs> so great. That's so great. Oh, my God. I
0: thought you'd like that.
1: I do like that a lot. You had
0: a really strong reaction to the Johnny Cage picture in, <laughs> yes, in the movie. Yes, I did.
1: This is so mean. Where'd he... He was just teleported into hell. Where was he keeping a signed picture of himself?
0: How'd he get out of there?
1: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, right? I, shouldn't Johnny need, Cage be in hell?
0: We don't need... We don't need a cinema sense this, but in the background <laughs> no, there is he's just running through the plot of doom.
1: It's <laughs> yeah, a whole sidebar. It's yep. fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my word.
0: Well, I would love to hear your final takeaways on this movie that I have no idea how it fits into a person who didn't know the Mortal Kombat's <laughs> world.
1: It just it really feels like coming to it not knowing any of the game, but knowing Enter the Dragon is mm. very like what if this were just a cartoon more than the more than enter the dragon actually was yes it just yeah it just makes me feel like i should have ordered a pizza hut combo meal and like you know invited four of my friends over of a friday night it's it's great it's a <laughs> real fun time it makes almost no sense everyone is clearly hamming it up a little oh, bit time, you know yeah. It's almost like the people the people I don't enjoy watching as much are not being hammy. They're mm. like, no, ham it. Come mm. on. It's a ham movie.
0: So you would be interested in watching the sequel to this movie, the direct sequel.
1: I think I would be now, yes. <laughs> From 1997.
0: Not yes. the same paul ws anderson is not there he was off making event horizon (laughs)
1: which is listen to go from this but you can you kind of get it the hell stuff you kind of get it the reshoot
0: that was like the most the last thing he shot before he went to do event horizon yes
1: (laughs) i so badly wanted to pair this with event horizon and just be like it's a it's a guy who shows up and thinks he knows what he's gonna get into turns out no they all go to hell (laughs) at the end (laughs) yeah no um it's clearly a guy with a big imagination, you yep, know? Yep, yep, um, Yeah, it's, it's really just fun and, like, crafted so well. Like, you kind of can't argue with any of the production design. <laughs> it's, it's its own thing. It's a stage set, you know? Yeah. It's, it's You're being presented with a, a little stage. Like, the curtains might as well <laughs> go up <laughs> on, you know? Yeah, I love it. It's a, it's a ton of fun.
0: I'm really glad I could introduce it to you. Because I know for a long time I was like, we'll watch this at some point. But part of me was like, oh, it's going to be so embarrassing for me (laughs) to be like, I love this movie. I I,
1: I 100% I'm like, that's awesome that nine-year-old boys everywhere had the, like, you know. Finally, something for boys. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's good to be represented. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's my final takeaway, honestly, is that it's just, it's for what it, for especially now that we've gone through how flimsy the actual, like the originating product is, yeah. incredible that they developed it into so what it is. Yeah, really, it. truly, like made a movie out of it at all. So, <laughs> I love the production design. I think that it is, you know, uneven, but the highs are so high mm. in terms of just like we are just shooting the craziest stuff. <laughs> it's great. That's nice. my that's my final thought on it. Great.
0: I am very glad to hear that you enjoyed it so much.
1: <laughs> I will rewatch it.
0: Excellent. Yes. Well, as I've said, this is a big mainstay for me. Any memories I have with this are like coming with a... Thin, sticky layer of nostalgia. Uh,
1: why is it sticky? <laughs> uh,
0: it, like I said, this is the first main movie that showed me martial arts. So I was like, "Sure, this is my big comfort genre. My big, I need to turn off my brain. I'll throw on a yeah. uh, this, martial arts This art was movie. the
1: first. Yeah. So like
0: okay. this introduced me to, it was kind of like, oh, if you like martial arts movies, you should watch like Rumble in the Bronx, Jackie <laughs> Chan. And then that got me on.
1: Incredible level up, I guess.
0: <laughs> But it definitely got me on my shit. So this is just like a formational <laughs> little part of me.
1: formational bullshit yeah. yeah
0: yeah so let's uh well, double then. build this bad boy with the we have a unprecedented garbage first here in that we decided off mic that neither of us would be allowed to pair it with enter the dragon because yes. that's just low-hanging fruit it's too easy there's no point yeah.
1: yeah you're not getting anything out of pairing it with the same movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do go watch enter the dragon anyway it yeah, is it's fun. very good yeah yeah okay May I? Yes, please. Take us away. Here I go. The thing that I paired it with, I don't know, like, it, it kept kind of floating around the back of my head. And I was like, why? Why? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of figured it out. So the thing that I want to pair it with is also based on an existing property. Okay. It's also, like, notable production design. Like, mm-hmm. very notable. It's it's sort of set in this world of, like, the backstory, the backstory. <laughs> Almost doesn't matter. It's very, like, it got us to where we are when the movie starts. Yeah, like
0: a lot of, don't worry about it.
1: hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> Just like, eh, you get it. You get it. It's fine. <laughs> and you don't really need everything explained to you. I feel like, yeah, if you want to sins it, yes, there's plenty there to, like, dig apart. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's a guy going on a survival run, basically, after his loved one dies. And learning to, like, open back up to the world. Okay. <laughs> You're never going to guess this. Okay. Don't even worry about it. I can see the gears turning. You're not going to do it. So I'm going to pair this with Alfonso Cuaron's Children of Men from 2006. <laughs> Hear me out. No, no,
0: no I'm, I'm ready. I kind of am
1: seeing I'm a... a little yeah, yeah. Right. So Children of Men is based on a, a book, The Children of Men. I can't remember the author, but... It's set in I think
0: 2027.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'm tapping my watch. Shaping up to be pretty accurate. <laughs> we are on course, <laughs> where there's been a global depression so bad that like people are fle- you know there's climate refugees and and like people are fleeing the chaos of their lands mm-hmm. and trying to settle in britain one of the only it's it's kind of implied like one of the only nations that still has infrastructure yeah but yeah. they're using the infrastructure to be incredibly fascist and a lot of it is just this like well we're fine on our island and we've got up our our little fences and so everybody who's already on the island is fine and the movie is just a like really tearing that down of like no you're not fine you ignored a problem for too long and mm. now it's in a crisis yeah. kind of a thing. Children of Men, incredibly bleak but like weirdly hopeful. Yeah you know
0: it's got that like if if only we'd try yeah. Of, yeah like
1: look look what you can do if you just give a shit for like two seconds and this thing of like i can do it on my own and you know theo the main character is is mm. very like i'm not gonna bother my son died in a flu pandemic i'm in you know tore my life apart i'm not gonna try anymore what's the point mm. and luke kang being very like my brother died the only thing that matters now is revenge and like you know, my whole life revolves around that feeling, and I'm going to make these dumb decisions as a result. <laughs> and just like someone kind of entering the arena <gasps> of their feelings and of their life, like arc, and being like, "Oh, I have to, I have to make connections with people." And the problem is so much bigger than one person, but I have to try. Nice. And team up with people and, like, get over myself, you know? Yeah. And the magic of French... Yeah, I couldn't even can... cut it out. <laughs> Massive hiccup in the middle of that. <laughs> yes. But the thing that I that I realized I was thinking about it because of is just the crazy production design. Uh, like, okay. really can't state enough how blown away I was with this 1995 fucking video game movie. Like, I guess, yeah, on location in Taiwan. Gorgeous, like, set pieces, yeah. incredible detail especially like the outdoor stuff like it shouldn't look as rich and as good as it does it looks incredible yeah um children of men famously having a lot of like borderline impossible shots where yeah it's there's a there's one frankly astounding yeah there's yeah. A, a one take thing where you chase theo like clive Owen, through a war zone like an active war zone <laughs> crazy stuff um yeah just like someone imagining what a property could look like when you take it off of, you know, from the arcade or from the book or whatever. <laughs> and and uh, building that world. And it's so distinctive. Yeah. Like, Children of Men, very, you know, upsettingly prescient. But y- it grounds you so fast. It is
0: an unforgettable movie because of how, yeah. it, how the look of it makes you feel, I feel yes, like. Yes, exactly,
1: yeah. yeah. And... Like weirdly, Mortal Kombat is also that. It's like <laughs> I don't have a fucking clue what was going on with like the Outworld or anything. But that production design, again, yeah. If Paul Darius Anderson is going on to make Event Horizon, clearly this is where his mind was at. But like so distinctive yeah. of a design, and you kind of you get it based on where they are and how they put their design to get their production together. Yeah, just just incredible stuff. So
0: I thought you were going to say because this is where my brain went immediately was. Children of Men feels almost video game quest-y of go one place to another.
1: Really, if you want to boil it down, yeah.
0: I don't know if you know this, The Last of Us is loosely based on Children of Men. Sure. For aesthetic reasons sure. and emotional reasons. But yeah. But it, it, like... I when that. When I found that out and I was playing Last of Us before the hot new TV series.
1: I was into it before. Okay, great. <laughs> but,
0: but no, no, but it, it is really like you take that, especially the, the ending run, you take that and you're like, oh, that's the aesthetic of... Every part of The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. It just looks like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know how prevalent, like, post-apocalyptic or mid-apocalyptic, uh, <laughs> mid-dystopia, perhaps, uh, movies were. But Children of Men is, like, foundational yeah. aesthetics. Yeah.
0: Big time. Yeah. You see so much stuff coming into that. That's what I thought you were going yes. to say. Like, and it's tied to video games. Because-
1: uh, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you for bolstering my insane argument. You
0: just, you, you knew deep down.
1: I knew. It yeah. I knew in my heart. Yeah. Where my friendship lives. So yeah, if you honestly, if you like Mortal Kombat, give Children of Men a watch. It is grimy and just like really violent in those crazy ways. Where it's love that movie. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's an incredible movie. If you like Children of Men, honestly, give Mortal Kombat a (laughs) whirl. It's a it's it's the fun version of that where like. The, it, it's, it's fine the steaks don't matter you know
0: like you said you're having a pizza in a hut night you need something <laughs> to scratch that itch in your eyes it's mortal combat
1: your eye itch go Good. to the doctor oh, that's stop eating your pizza
0: i keep prescribing people mortal combat
1: <laughs> i keep wiping pizza on my eyes i don't know what's going on <laughs> yes so that's what i'm gonna pair it with
0: i love that that's great
1: thank you <laughs> about you
0: well i took an interesting route with this because like i said it is i've declared it interesting i've
1: (laughs) i'm very interesting
0: this is like i said so close to my heart it's almost impossible for me to like pivot Mm. away from it where there's so much trashy martial arts cinema that is on the same level as this yeah but i wanted to choose something that is so unbelievably hacky ripoff trashy movie that it (laughs) flips around to becoming like pure art pure cinema
1: oh boy alright
0: and you loved this movie so I'm so excited okay it's inspired by other media so it's not it's not video game adaptation it's not it's an adaptation of like ten things at once a real throw it all at the wall see what sticks um it feels like a video game adaptation in that it's really segmented by like zone or level (laughs) with like a boss at the end of each of them sure okay um but like I said, if we're talking a horseshoe movie of trash and art, it's at the very tip of trash, so it's pretty
1: close to it's art. It's cl- coming around. Uh, okay.
0: I'm talking about the Taiwanese wuxia quest movie, Thrilling Bloody Sword.
1: Oh, <laughs> yay. I was thinking about this movie the other day.
0: <laughs> uh, this <is> directed by <laughs> Chang Sin Yi from oh 1981. And I'm no one knows what this movie is for the most part. This is a thing that, like, it. Uh, there's a local Canadian physical media label called um, Gold Ninja that put this out a while ago, and I think it's getting think its you first... Gold Ninja. Yeah, I love you, Gold Worming Ninja. We're big fans, yes. yeah. Um But they, uh, they found it originally and kind of discovered it and brought it out into the limelight. Mm. It's getting like a huge restoration now. Dope. Um, because of this. Uh, but let me read you the synopsis here. The daughter of a queen and a comet is abandoned <laughs> by her family. You heard right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's not even correct. The comet in... Interrupts the birthing process and becomes the father. Oh, right. Uh, Yeah. Retroactively? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. (laughs) One day, uh, the daughter, which the daughter of the comet, it's a person, she (laughs) comes across a prince fighting a multi-headed dragon and falls in love with him. However, some wizards try everything to keep them apart. So... That's all over the place. Uh, this movie rips <laughs> off. There's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Hercules fighting the Hydra. Yeah. There's a Moses plot line. There's a versus right. Satan plot line. There is. Weird reference to the Russo-Finnish fable where a man becomes a bear.
1: I was going to say, this is the most, like, Russian folk tale you could get while still being produced in Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah,
0: But it wasn't produced in Hong Kong. Taiwan specifically. Oh, sorry. Right, 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 right. But they stole all the Hong Kong stuff. So it's a combination of, like, Taiwan looking at the world and being like, look at all these popular things. That's our movie.
1: Uh, <laughs> you like that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: but like I said, it oh works like a God. video game because the the main prince guy has to go on a quest to get mm-hmm. like this magical armor, a certain thrilling bloody sword, yeah, and you he can uses those to like power up and defeat the bad guy. But it's like every step of the way is like, oh, I'm going to go pick up the armor. I have to fight an invisible guy. Oh, I'm going to pick up the sword. I have to fight this bird guy for a sword. Yeah, and then I learn through another fight that it becomes a laser. Like it just feels like
1: super- <laughs> you have to meet the right person in the woods to get yeah. the. Sword that you need to, yeah.
0: (laughs) It's just like full of it's this video game quest logic. Yes, hundred percent. It's so funny. I love this movie. It's great. It's it's
1: it's a real peak. Yeah,
0: feels. I don't know if you'll agree with me here because you don't know these games as well as I do, but it Mm. feels like a From Software game, so like Sekiro or Elden Ring or uh, any of the Dark Souls games, but adapted in a goofy way. (laughs) The same yeah, it's way. it's
1: like an alien made an Elden Ring game. Yeah.
0: Yes. Where the lore is so confusing, but you're like... It almost like, doesn't matter. It, yeah, confusing to the point that it doesn't matter, but you yeah. still pick up on all the things it's trying to do, and you're like, okay, whatever. All right. Sure. <laughs> I still like this for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it feels in that way that it's a goofy adaptation. Mortal Kombat is a goofy adaptation of Mortal Kombat, is how it feels to <laughs> yeah. me. This is an adaptation of a made-up video game. Yeah.
1: If it were real, boy howdy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think if you want to watch Thrilling Bloody Sword, I believe the whole thing. I think Gold Ninja put it up on YouTube or you can just buy it from them. Um,
1: Support physical media, guys. It gets these crazy fun movies out into the world. Yeah. Uh,
0: And if Gold Ninja runs out, then the restoration will happen sometime next year, I think.
1: Okay. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Look for it. At your local HMV. Where
1: you work or bank.
0: Do HMV still exist? Oh,
1: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're in 1995 zone. Oh, That's right. fine. Yeah. That's why
0: I'm thinking about HMV. Uh,
1: oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Dope. So I'll call it Thrilling Bloody Combat. There you go.
1: <laughs> combat with a K. Is oh, that, yeah. Is there a reason it has a K? Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you.
0: To be distinctive?
1: To look know. cool with a K? Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> Well, that'll about do us for another ah. episode of Garbage Film. Mm-hmm. Uh, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Garbage Pod. Uh, you can follow me at Dick Arnavis. Aaron, where can the people follow you at?
1: At Maclebase, M A C L E B A S S.
0: Hurrah! Please rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. It helps more people find the show because more people need to know about. 1995's Mortal Kombat, and <laughs> they do. 1981's Thrilling Bloody Sword, and Children of Men. I don't remember the year. Thank you.
1: <laughs> the worst year.
0: <laughs> and please come back and join us another time for another pile of garbage. Finish him. Garbage <laughs>